everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Blue Falling, where we analyze the captivating book, Red Rising. My name is Alyssa Streeter. My name is Aaron Ashani. My name is Matthew Buckley. Last week, we were talking about three other themes. They were, they were loyalty, equality, and deception. This week, we're discussing three more themes. So the first thing, uh, so the first, uh, so one of the things that I noticed throughout the book was that reds were supposed to stay reds and golds were supposed to stay golds. So um, basically, you're you're supposed to stay what you what you are for the rest of your life. And I feel like one of the themes that re- represent this is favoring. Um, throughout the book, there's um, a lot of favoring. First, um, is um, in the institution where the arch governor's son is well his dad basically bribes to for his son to get like the best weapons to get the best place location equipment so that like the entire like test that they go through like everything is accommodated to his son yeah so it's all toward him and 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 since the, he's such a high um, standard that his son was supposed to be, like, the best of the best. But when Daryl starts rising and starts, like, gaining repu- uh, reputation throughout the test... He bends the system. Yeah, he bends the system. And that's not right. And every proctor in the exam just says, you better not do this. Like, this is not supposed to be how it's how it is you're supposed to let the arch governor's son win and another theme that i noticed was that some of the houses were favored like the house of apollo um it got bread and every and marge got basically nothing and they had a they're like marge was basically the group okay marge was okay Okay, you said another theme I noticed. Oh, okay. One thing to notice is that one more thing to notice is that Mars was stated in the book to have lost every single time and hadn't won in years. It says something like that. Yeah. So it seems like that favoring trend is continuing, where Apollo or Jupiter starts off really good with the horses and the bread and this, that, and the other. Yeah. And as Matthew said, since they were favored. The best of the best were in Apollo or Jupiter, and all like the crybabies, the weaklings, everyone else was just sent to other houses and were treated like trash throughout the exam. So, bottom line, the top stay on the top and, and the, the bottom, bottom stay on the bottom. Yeah. That's how it is, even in the golds. Yes. Like even, everything is in favor of those who are on the top. Yes. And it, they're born into it, doesn't matter. If they work for there's there's no sense of uh, reputation. You are born right. into it, yeah. which kind of ties into my theme. Aaron, are you finished? Yes, I'm. All finished. right. So Aaron's theme actually ties pretty perfectly into mine, and which my theme is perfection. And um, as Aaron said, like the society is made. Like the golds are the top and the reds are at the bottom, and so the society is organized in a perfect way with the caste system. And, um, obviously, like, things get thrown off balance, but it shows, like, perfection. It's what they want in their society. Okay, and another thing I noticed was that this theme also tied into the first episode when we talked about censorship and the nudity in this book, where 
all the golds, they're not ashamed to be naked in front of everyone because they were raised to believe that they are perfect. And they are, they're at the top. They're obviously perfect. And also, Darrow, the main character, he goes through the, uh, what's, it, what's the guy's name? He goes through a um, changing, like they... Oh, oh uh, dancer, dancer. What do they call them? Sculptors? Uh, sculptors. Sculptors, molders, something Yeah, like they that. call them like a sculptor or something, and they change people's bodies in order to make them look different. And so they make Daryl look gold. And so Daryl not only has to physically look good, he yeah. has to have the mentality. He has to be perfect to fit right. into right. this Right, and, and it literally has to break the law in order to break, the, in order to break down the purpose of the system. Yes, which, which is interesting because I'm pretty sure molders are illegal if they're not like specifically yeah. done on pinks. So that just shines on the fact that this entire book is like a dystopian world that is, you know, it's supposed to be perfect, but it underneath it really is not. Our third theme today is obedience. Let's make an analogy here real fast. I've once heard in a movie, I can't remember which what it was called. That there are sheep, and there are sheepdogs, and there are some, and there are also wolves out there. Now let's. T now, we put a bunch of leaders in a room as we did with Castle Mars. Uh, unlike the rest of the castles, who were d discreetly and quickly able to set up their leadership and get a <laughs> get away with being successful, House Mars was designed to have a bunch of people who would not give up their authority. So. Put a bunch of leaders in one room, and the sheepdog will have to fight. Will have to fight each other to see who can lead the sheep. Now, when you put a bunch of leaders in one room, you have to have followers, and that's where obedience comes in. You have to be able to listen to somebody who you trust the most, and that's why this casting doesn't work because democracy may not be perfect, but it is the it's the best system without a doubt because everyone can at least have a word in what they want. Yeah, because if you have like only one leader, or like if you have like. A monarchy, obviously, something's gonna go wrong. Right, because you only have one view of things, you only have one view of opinions, one set of morals. So when you put a bunch of leaders in one room, there's a fight for, I see blue, no, I see red, no, I see green. It is a fight for whoever gets to, whoever gets to see what color they want. Besides in the book, Titus, uh, Titus Cassius, Darrow, and who was the other girls? Uh, Anita, something like that. Mustang. Not no, Mustang. Mustang was that was yeah, I think it's Anita. It was uh, an Anora or something like that. All four of them, and almost every every single person in House Mars refused to give up their position. As I was born to the caste system to be lucky, etc., etc. I'm supposed to be in charge. But little do they know, they they know nothing. I'm sure they know nothing about leadership. I'll tell you that. So obedience ties into respect and. When you have no respect for your leaders and you have no respect from your followers, well, it's going to fall apart. It doesn't matter who leads. So Darrow did an amazing Darrow did an amazing job. I gained the respect of those who Titus and uh, An An Anorama. I don't know. I don't remember her name. I don't know how to pronounce her name. <laughs> he was able to gain respect that Titus and a girl couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't couldn't receive. He built his own little party and eventually was kicked out of it by Cassius. But uh, he thrived by making other people respect him by liberating them from the houses of Jupiter and uh, I think a few from the house of Mars. So there have to, there there has to be a leader, sure, 
but there also have to be followers. Well, I think that concludes us for this podcast. Thank you for listening once again. This is Blue Falling. My name is Alyssa Streeter. My name is Aaron Oshani. My name is Matthew Bucket. Thank you for listening. Next time we'll be talking about our concluding thoughts on this book. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. Oh, 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 oh